is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Straight up 12 o'clock on a weekend eve, a.k.a. Thursday, September the 28th. And hopefully a solid two hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. There's so many different places you can find us on your radio dial and maybe even more coming up. But uh, in the meantime, you can also stream us online at 953theticket.com. And you can take the show with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. Uh, just look for that ticket logo and then hit listen live you'll be all set if you would like to shout at us today the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter communications is 870-930-3776 additionally you can interact with us on social facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us on twitter at kara underscore richie is another today's kavanaughcars.com question is posted using the hashtag wdrz I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio for this noon hour by Keith Merritt. You know, you hear about people singing in the shower all the time. I was getting my shower this morning, and I had top hat, white tie, and tails run through my mind. You never hear of anybody tap dancing in the shower, and there's a good reason for I that. I mean, because you might die? Yeah. You might fall down and break something. Yeah. But... Still had the song run through the jukebox in the back of my head. I'm uh, we'll putting have on to, my top yeah. hat. I'll have to look at that Brushing up way. my white tie. It was uh, Fred Astaire. Oh, okay. Well, at least I've heard heard of that one. You've heard so, of Fred Astaire. Yeah, yeah, we're good on that. Yeah. It's just the rest of it I'm going to need to do a little bit more research on. Let's welcome into the program also producer Ryan James. Yep, good to be here, as always. All right, so everybody present and accounted for. We'll throw a little audio at you. Uh, coming up later on in the show, some from Butch Jones this hour uh, on the Minutemen, some from Minutemen head coach Don Brown on the Red Wolves in the second hour. So obviously we're going to be very UMass focused today as we get to know more about uh, A-State's Week 5 opponent. But uh, of course the Red Wolves will be heading that way tomorrow and taking their two-game win streak on the road for that kickoff, of course, that will be on Saturday. Looking at UMass... Just the very basics here. This is a one and four squad. Open up the season with a win, but then have lost the last four in a row. And of course, this is going to be a rematch of last season's 35-35-35-33 winner for A State in Jonesboro. Saturday's kickoff slated for two thirty. Elsewhere, good news for Arkansas. They could be close to having Raheem Sanders back on the field. That would help. Yeah, the preseason All-America running back has missed the last three games for the Razorbacks due to swelling in his left knee. He has been a full go at practice this week. Hogs face A&M coming up on Saturday. In baseball news, Cardinals held 
An early 2 to nothing lead over the Brewers Wednesday night in St. Louis, but Milwaukee scored the final three runs of the contest to win that one three to two a uh, little day baseball today for those of you looking and ex- looking for an excuse to not pay any attention to what you're doing at the office <laughs> 310 is when that one gets underway and of course you can hear it on your radio dial at uh, 95.9 that is the wolf that means pregame coverage will start at 215 for today's com question i mean clearly this week we have no quarterback uncertainty to talk about at least on the a-state side of things so uh without that conversation topic what's your biggest question mark about a-state football heading into game five at umass that's today's kavanaughcars.com question of course we talked plenty quarterbacks this week already but uh on in in a very different sort of note than than last week again it's it's jalen rayner it's going to be Jalen Rayner uh not mad that he took all the fun out of the discussion <laughs> because now we just get to uh focus on him and, and and what's next and and hopefully what he can do to continue getting better because he's just a true freshman, true freshman. obviously he's 18 years old you wonder about, you know, you always hear in terms of uh, a team, you know, that teams make their biggest leap often from week one to week two. Is he going to make a big leap from start one to to start two? Uh, sure, yes, he did appear in that week three game against Stony Brook, but last week was it in terms of his first start. So now that you have a whole nother week of preparing as the starting quarterback, how, if at all, does that change the picture for Rayner? Uh, from a mental standpoint, from a on-the-field standpoint. Uh, so, yes, there are still some questions regarding quarterback play for Arkansas State, but this week they center on one guy yeah. instead of What, what is three this guys. one guy yeah. going to do? Now, we've mentioned a few different times that while it's one guy for A-State, there is a gamesmanship karma afoot this week. UMass could throw out any of... of three guys I guess technically they can even throw out any of four guys because the guy who started the game last year in Jonesboro for UMass is still on that depth chart but he's the the fourth quarterback so wouldn't really expect to see him you never know you never know uh but food food poisoning could go through the room yeah um, there are some football teams that when things go wrong, they all go wrong all at once. Take a look at the Chicago Bears. Everything has gone wrong all at the same time. And for this UMass Minutemen team, well, they got the one win. Yeah. But things have not gone well since that first week win. Tayson Pumachon was their week one starter uh, by week three due to injury. They had had they moved on to a guy who was listed as second on the depth chart, Carlos Davis. He had a head injury last week. Concussions are the trickiest thing to try and navigate in athletics. Uh, so he is TBD. Uh, neither one of those guys are able to go. It could be Ahmad Haston who is, like Rayner, a true freshman. 
and uh, I don't believe has a career start to his name. He's just came in in, in backup duty. And then again, uh, junior Brady Olson, who was a starting quarterback in Jonesboro last year, is still on that roster as well. So again, uh, A-State made Southern Miss prepare for three QBs last week. UMass making A-State prepare for three QBs this week. So there is some uh, uncertainty there on the defensive side of things for the Red Wolves. But other than that, again, today we're going to be really UMass heavy as we get to know a little bit more about uh, some of the things that that they do well, some of the areas where they have struggled, and uh, then again, some audio along the way from the coaches side of things to help us better prepare. Sorry, got distracted by who knows what on the game notes. Let's go ahead now that every <laughs> <laughs> now that uh, we've made it through this first segment. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and step aside and take a break. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question with no quarterback uncertainty to talk on this week. What is your biggest question mark about A-State football heading into game five at UMass? We'll come back and uh, on Thursday, what do we bring you usually during that second segment? Fashion report. Don't want to disappoint. It's on the way next. Keep it here with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's fair time in Northeast Arkansas. Thursday at the NEA District Fair is Senior Citizens Day. Seniors over 65 are admitted free from 1 to 6 o'clock. And armbands are $20 on the midway for unlimited rides from 4 to 11. Single ride tickets are also available. Gate admission is $6 for adults and $3 for children. Memories are waiting to be made at the NEA District Fair. Purchase gate passes online to skip the line and grab a full schedule at neadistrictfair.com. Today, Glen Sane's history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships that have kept our customers and their families coming back for over 69 years. From my grandpa to my dad to us, Service after the sale is a big deal. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Shop local, give local, and unlock buy one, get one half off deals at Gamble Home Furnishings. Make a donation to the Alzheimer's Association and receive BOGO half off deals on Gamble's premium furniture and accessories. Shop Gamble's impressive inventory and elevate your space with style and comfort, all while making a real impact on research, support, and care for those with Alzheimer's. Get buy one, get one half off savings store wide now at Gamble Home Furnishings. In the Farville Curve and on Highland in Jonesboro. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. Day. Prices are falling at Kavanaugh Kia in Jonesboro. Save thousands this month on every new vehicle on the lot. Drive away in a new 2023 Kia Sportage. Now only $28,185. Or a new 2023 Kia EV6. Now just $48,380. Or a new 2023 Kia Sorento. Now only $32,85. Plus the best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. See our entire inventory at KavanaughKia.com. 
At Kavanaugh Kiog, we offer free delivery, a free maintenance plan, and a money-back guarantee. Start the season off right and save thousands all month long on every new Kia on the lot. Drive away in a new 2023 Kia Sportage, now only $28,185. Or a new 2023 Kia EV6, now just $48,380. Or a new 2023 Kia Sorento, now only $32,85. Plus the best warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. Only at Kavanaugh Kia in Jonesboro or online at KavanaughKia.com. See dealer for details. This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. Everyone deserves a healthy family. Parents, if you've got a child under five or one on the way, WIC is here to help. With WIC, you'll have access to nutrition education, help buying nutritious foods and breastfeeding guidance, along with referrals and support from other parents just like you, all at no cost to eligible families. Learn more and enroll today at signupwic.com. That's signupwic.com. Healthy starts here. This institution is an equal opportunity provider. A message from the Arkansas Department of this is your warning you're entering the workday red zone Welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Ryan with you on a Thursday. Hope everybody's doing all right. Our KavanaughCars.com question for you. Well, we don't have any quarterback uncertainty to talk about this week. So what's your biggest question mark for A-State football? Heading into game five at UMass. Cody has an answer for us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. He asks, can the defense step up? We'll look at some specific defensive units as we go along today uh, and try and weigh in on that question just a little bit more. But before we do that, it is a tradition that A-State football drops their uniform reveal Thursday morning. They did not disappoint today. So here is your fashion report. We need, I don't know what, we need some fashion report music. I don't even know what we would use for that. I don't, wasn't I don't, there a song about doing a strut in the catwalk? I'm too sexy for my shirt. Yay! Maybe well, that. All right. We'll we'll uh, so for week six on Keith Merritt's equ- request, <laughs> we will do the fashion report to "I'm Too Sexy" by Right Said Friend. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So look, uh, of course, A State is on the road, so not going to be surprising that there's going to be. A whole lot of white in this uniform combo this week. So uh, I know, I know you're not surprised at all. But uh, of course, the Red Wolves got the new white jerseys ahead of last year. So we've already seen them a good amount. And uh, they, they're going to be wearing the white pants with the nice red and black uh, stripes. The triple stripe down the side. And uh, the matching top as well. Arkansas State written in black. The numbers in black. And uh, I guess the the change this week is that that white pants and top combo going to be paired with the black lid. It will have the red wolf on the side. And so there you go. That is your week five fashion report. 
So I heard uh, an interesting theory yesterday as to why we really have not seen much red in the Butch Jones era. Okay. Now I have I've mistakenly reported that that the red uniforms are are not in in good shape, and that's that's my bad. I was confusing some of the practice uniforms with with the uniforms that actually aren't that old. The red ones still look okay, but we just we haven't seen them. And of course, as we have discussed before, we have not seen the red helmets. Period in the Butch Jones era. Now, Keith, you brought up a good point the last time we discussed this that there just might not be enough. Um, you have to get them reconditioned after so many years, and then. After so many years, you got to throw them out, period. There is, they only last so long. Yeah, there is a shelf life on helmets, and safety equipment is not something you want to mess around with or push the limits on. So so there, there could be real, actual, logical reasons as to why we have not seen any red this season and no red helmets, period, during the Butch Jones era. And I hope you all are ready for this, for this reason. It's because Butch Jones hates tomatoes. 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 Okay. Heard that from a good source. So clearly that rules out the tomato can uniforms for the rest of the Butch Jones era. We will never see the full red again. Red helmet, red shirt, red pants, red socks, red shoes. That's out the window. But uh, I guess that's also an explanation as to why there's so little red red period. I once saw Boog Powell in that kind of get up. When he was playing for Cleveland. And good Lord, that was a lot of red. <laughs> Look, I was not a fan of the tomato cans. And, and we've talked, you know, fashion reports and favorite jerseys and blah, 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 blah uh, before. Um, but I, I like the alternating. I've said that before. I like a, a black lid with a red top with black pants. I think that's my favorite. But uh, look, anything is, is going to be better than the grays, which, by the way, those made their debut. 10 years ago this season they lasted a whopping two games and then we were uh, everybody was was put out of their misery after that they were worth uh at least 30, 30 yards, yards of penalties. penalties yeah yeah and uh thankfully have not seen them since i take that back after 2013 they were used in following seasons as quarterback jerseys so yeah, those were your those jerseys. were your non-contact jerseys yeah. <laughs> For about three seasons after that. And then I'm curious, did the gray jerseys end up in one of the gear sales? Are any of you that are listening at, at in your car in the office, somewhere where you can like uh, tweet or, or Facebook, did any of you end up with the gray jerseys? I'm curious if there's still a smattering of those out there somewhere. There may be. I know the last time I went to the jersey sale, I got one for Justin. Yeah. I got a black jersey with, his high school football number on it. Nice. <laughs> I look. I've cleaned up at some of those those gear sales, for sure. The last one, the one that they had uh, this fall prior to the season, uh, I ended up with football stuff. Of course, the best score that I had was Carlisa made jersey, and this was like two weeks before she was announced as an assistant coach. So I was feeling pretty good about myself when that news came out. <laughs> so, so uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyways, we're wildly off topic. Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. I think we're supposed to be discussing UMass this segment, and and we will. I mean, it's a two hour show. We can get distracted from time to time, and it'll be fine. Uh, but again, this UMass squad is is one and four. And here in just a few moments, we'll hear some comments from uh, from Butch Jones. But uh, we do have open phone lines. We will go to the aforementioned phone. 
Let's check in with David. How are you? Hey, Karis. This is going to be a fashion show. Uh, I agree with you. I like the black pants, red jerseys, black tops. I think they wore those when Malzahn was there. And I, I think that's the best uniform they've ever had. But uh, I don't really get upset about uniforms other than I could not stand the black with silver and the black with the pumpkin orange letters. I just never, never got that. I think they wore those last year. Yeah, I've... I'll be honest, my my criteria for evaluating uniforms has changed over the past few years and I'm going to be I'm going to be fully transparent on what to me makes a good or a bad uniform and to me what I like is a number where I can see the the or a uniform where I can see the numbers in the press box. So I was okay with with the pumpkin orange, but just like you not a huge fan of the the black and silver. Right. I just, I didn't get the orange. I just didn't understand. I and mean, maybe it just came off looking like that against the black, but I just thought they were pitiful looking. I, I thought they looked okay in person, but didn't look as good on TV. I think they did, did have more of an orange hue on TV. I thought in person they looked all right. And the red helmets, to me, those red helmets we've been using the past few years, and I like the red helmets back in the 70s, uh, but I think it was a different shade of red. Those helmets we've used recently almost had kind of a pinkish tint to them. Well, again, Butch Jones has buried those somewhere over the under the stadium because we have not That's seen good. those. We have not seen those since he's he's taken over. I don't think I'll have to go back and look at at twenty twenty one. I know we didn't see him last year. I know we haven't seen him this year. I'll, I'll have to go back and, and look at twenty twenty one as well. Are you talking about? Well, I really, I really like the new uniforms that they've got now with the he stayed on the front. I just think they're sharp looking. I agree with you. I'm I'm wondering if you know again the, the whatever Reds A State has right now isn't that aren't that old, but I am curious if we see you know last year A State had the, the the white jerseys in that style. This year was the black jerseys. I'm wondering if we get uh, to see new red jerseys next year with like that that triple stripe on the shoulder. I think that would look pretty pretty sharp as well. Yeah, I think it would. I think it looked real good. All right. Well, that was my uniform opinion. Do you have a, Do you have an answer to our question of the day? What's your biggest question mark about A State heading into Game Five at UMass? I hope our defense can stop them like they did Southern Miss. And I know Southern Miss broke out for some big plays, but we held them when we had to. Yeah. And I hope that uh, we win the turnover battle. Okay. David, thanks and for I hope, calling in. Oh, I hope sorry. Jalen Rayner runs for two hundred yards. <laughs> I'll, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you. He uh, actually good segue there into one of the the points I I had on my sheet here to talk about ahead of UMass Keith. I'm curious how A State will tweak the game plan for Rayner ahead of this week because one, there will be no element of surprise. Because now, you know, they've got it. UMass has got a good amount of, of tape on him. Uh, they know exactly who to prepare for. But then also, this is a UMass defense that is used to chasing around a mobile quarterback. Their original starting quarterback this season, Tayson Pumachon, is still second on their team in rushing yards despite having only played a game and a half. In a game and a half, he ran for 130 yards. So that's who the defense spent chasing around the entire preseason, and for the first week and a half in practice. So they know, they 
they're used to this. It's not going to be something wildly out of the element for for the Minutemen. So what does A-State do to, one, build on what Rainer was able to do last week, and then two, combat a, a UMass defense that's going to be a little bit prepared for this? That, and I think the UMass defense does a lot of stuff. They do a lot of stunts and twists and tricks up front. And so that you know, that gives your offensive line, look, nobody blocks man-on-man anymore. You just don't see it. Used to be way back in the day, the rules were on over linebacker. If a guy was on your nose, block that guy. If a guy was to your inside shoulder, block that guy. If there was no guy on your nose and no guy on your inside shoulder, go block the linebacker. You don't run offensive line that way anymore because there are too many defenses that, whether they're three down or four down, they try to twist and stunt, get everybody in a gap, which is why you see so many teams run inside zone and outside zone, has nothing to do with the zone read. That's a different play. Inside zone, you're blocking what's ever in front of you on the end supposed to run inside. Outside zone, you either go to the right or the left, and you block anybody who gets in your way, and the back is supposed to run to daylight. Run to daylight. That Vince Lombardi liked that, and that's still effective. You talk about the different things that, that UMass does. Of course, they're they're coached by Don Brown. Don Brown is in his 46th overall year of coaching. When he's not been a head coach, he's worked on the defensive side of the ball. And his very first defensive coordinator role was back in 1983. If there is a defensive anything, he has either done it or seen it. So that is what A-State has to prepare for 40 years of Don Brown's defensive knowledge. The knowledge is not going to be lacking no. when A-State faces UMass. The, I know they, they don't have a good talent pool there in Massachusetts, but it's certainly not going to be the know-how on the sidelines. No, that, that has been be, an issue for the Minutemen. That's going to be strong, the execution. Yeah. Yeah. How, how well... Of course, that's kind of the question for Arkansas State, too. Okay? How good is the execution offensively, defensively, and special teams? By the way, Don Brown's bio is fascinating. Uh, Obviously, a lengthy career in college football. A ton of time spent in defense. Two different stints in or at UMass, but this fun fact, in 1992, when he was serving as the Yale defensive coordinator, uh, he also stepped in and was the interim baseball coach <laughs> that year as well. He led him to a 26-10 and 10 record and a bid to the NCAA tournament. But yeah, more focused on the football stuff, and he is called Dr. Blitz, if that gives you any kind of heads up for what A-State needs to be prepared for. Uh, coming up on on Saturday. They will rush more than four. Yeah. 
That Where will... are they going to come from? Well, that's for them to know and you to figure <laughs> yeah, out. All over. All over. Uh, I tell you what, uh, we do have a couple of, of comments for you from Butch Jones talking UMass, but we're, we're kind of at a good spot where we can go ahead and squeeze in a break. So let's do so. We'll be back here in a moment on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Solid gains for livestock prices. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. December corn at 47 and three quarters up four and a half with March corn at 502 and three quarters up four and a half. November soybeans 1301 and a half down one and three quarters with January soybeans 1320 and three quarters down two and a quarter. December wheat at 579 and a quarter down a quarter with March wheat at 607 also down a quarter. October cotton at 8920 up 80 with December cotton at 8897 up 67. November rice at 1616 down one and a half. January rice at 1640 down six and a half. Moving on to livestock now, October live cattle at 186.65, up 175. December live cattle at 196.67 and a half, up 250. September feeder cattle at 252.15, up 62 and a half. October feeder cattle at 254.47 and a half, up 222 and a half. October lane hogs at 83.77 and a half, up 165. With December hogs up $3 to 75.77 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report. I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. The will of a farmer is like no other. Forged by the strength of generations past. Propelled by the hope of what lies ahead. Unpredictability cannot shake its resolve. It wears a coat of courage and commitment. Boots made of love for the land. At BASF, we support you with tools for tomorrow. New chemistries, seed traits, and technologies. Because we know the world's future will be fed by the will of a farmer. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. Quarterback, guard, running back. Every position has a role in building success. If you want a position where you can build success in your own career, Lexicon is hiring welders, millwrights, and many more positions. We offer free on-the-job training through our own Lexicon University so you can learn while you earn and build the career you want. Competitive pay, a great health care plan, paid vacation, a sweet 401k plan, and more. Find out more at lexicon-inc.com football. This is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas, or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $10,000 off in-stock 2023 Nissan Armada and Titan trucks or up to $7,000 off the new Nissan Aria. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. 
It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. To keep Jonesboro beautiful, clean, and green, we've got to fight dirty. Let's make recycling a habit and minimize waste. Take pride in your community by adopting a specific area to maintain and keep it clean. Whether it's a park pinch or a street corner, small acts create big change. When we do our part to keep our community clean and green, we attract visitors, businesses, and more fun things to do. We also improve our physical and mental health. It's a win-win for you and our community. So let's keep it clean and green, Jonesboro. Find out how you can make a difference at keepjonesboroBeautiful.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Ryan hanging out with you today. What is uh, your biggest question mark about A-State football heading into Game 5 at UMass? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Cody asked, you know, can the defense step up? Uh, certainly that is a unit that has allowed uh, a few points so far over the year. Over the year, And if you're looking at, you know, where A-State ranks in terms of scoring defense right now, it is not good. Uh, UMass, I, I went and looked. It doesn't look like they do a, a ton of stuff in terms of the run game. But they have some interesting notes there in terms of their wide receivers. And we're about to hear Butch Jones talk a little bit more about their offense. Actually, we got a, a couple, three comments here from A-State's head football coach. So we'll let him go ahead and dive in and give his, uh, his, his overview of the Minutemen. This week is probably the biggest challenge to date uh, that we've had for a number of reasons. Uh, going on the road, very, very difficult place to play. Uh, when I watched the video, uh, UMass is a football team that should have at least three wins. They've lost two games the last two weeks by a total of five points. And they're a very, very physical, very aggressive football team on defense. They're very multiple. Uh, they create a lot of negative yardage plays. They have a lot of starters back, plus transfers. And so they understand their system. Uh, they understand their scheme. So they're able to uh, execute it at a high, high effectiveness because they know what to do and they're able to play fast. And then again, their scheme causes you a lot of issues as well with good football players. And then offensively, it's going to be a great challenge regardless of the quarterback is. I think all three have very impressive skill sets. Uh, they're able to keep plays alive. They're able to make the plays. I think they have a dynamic, dynamic wide receiver core. Uh, probably the fastest overall receiver core we've played to date amongst all of our opponents. So that's going to be a challenge in and of itself. Offensive line is big and physical. Good running backs. So, again, we're going to have to play our best football to win the game. Continuing on here, of course, uh, we've talked a ton about the quarterbacks and the fact that there's so many that A-State is going to have to prepare for. And now this is Butch Jones talking about the quarterbacks and how many A-State is going to have to prepare for. Well, they're going to run what they run. Um, you know, I think the thing that's that's challenging is keeping them in the pocket. They're very active. 
They can escape the pocket. They can make plays with their legs, but they can throw the deep ball. They can make all the throws. And, you know, it's kind of the same situation we're in with Jalen. They bring in a true freshman at the end of the game, and he leads them down, uh, you know, to lead them in overtime. And they take the lead in overtime. And I know, you know, by watching their demeanor around him, uh, they probably have a lot of confidence in him, and they've probably seen it kind of manifest in practice. And so he's very, very elusive. He's very active. So we have to do a great job of our pass rush lanes, which we just spoke about, and not letting them out. And all three quarterbacks possess that ability, and they're very impressive. I, again, I think all three quarterbacks play winning football for them, and all three, no matter who it is, give them an opportunity to win every time they step on the field. Again, you know, they do have the dual threat quarterback that was their original number one guy this year. But just looking at their rushing statistics, none of the three are, are statues. They don't have the rushing yards of the other two, but it's not like they just are going to stand there the entire time. They do not have concrete blocks for yes, feet. Yes, thank you. Uh, one more clip here from, from Butch. Uh, the concern for me this week is is defending these Minutemen wide receivers. And we'll throw a stat at you after Coach Jones gets done talking. But uh, here's his clip on that unit for the Minutemen. It's going to be a challenge. I, that's why I said it in the opening statement is as a receiving core, this is the most talented group we have played to date. When you look at their speed, you know, when you, when you see their get off, they eat the ground up when they come off the ball. You know, they explode. They have good speed. They can high point the football. They have good balance and body control. And they do a good job of getting the ball in their hands, whether it's quick touches, whether it's jet sweeps, whether it's smoke screens. And we know they're going to push the ball down the field and they're going to challenge us. So I think the big thing we have to continue to improve upon is just our overall technique at the line of scrimmage. Our man-to-man off technique has to improve. And I think the biggest thing is the ability to play the ball in the air. You know, we didn't do a particularly very good job of that Saturday night, but we've done it throughout the course of practice. We've done it in previous games. But, you know, that's something we have to continue to how we play the deep ball in the, in the middle third of the field. All those things, you know, finding the ball in the blind spot when we turn, all those things we have to greatly improve because – if you're if you have one flaw in your technique, if you had bad eyes, if you have bad eye discipline, they're going to take advantage of that. And they do a good job again of getting the ball in their hands, whether it's intermediate throws, whether it's quick throws or down the field throws. Looking at the UMass depth chart, their receivers it's 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 not going to be a significant size issue. They don't have a bunch of guys that are six three, six four, anything like that. In fact, uh, they're three starting. Wide receivers on the depth chart are listed as six foot even, six foot even, five eleven. But that probably means if they're good enough enough to start at a D one institution, that what they lack in size, they make up for in either speed or physicality or crisp route running. I mean, none of that shows up on a depth chart. And again, uh, statistically, with these guys, they rank in the top twenty in terms of the number of passing plays of twenty yards or more that they have this season, and they're good for some really explosive plays as well. Only three teams in the country have more passing plays of 40 yards or more than UMass. So they can get those pass yards in in chunks. Nobody this season has more passing plays of 50 
or more yards than the Minutemen. So when they when they get those chunk plays, uh, they're they're really really big. Uh, that's the speed. That's or that's the uh, sizing up the the wide receivers. I did see this note about one of their running backs, Greg DeRosier. Uh, I'm guessing he's fast because he runs indoor and outdoor track. Also at that's UMass. That's usually a pretty good guess. Yeah. He also participated in the heptathlon last year and so that means uh he <laughs> he also scored in the pole vault so that's that's a freak that's, that's of nature athlete. yeah yes. that's an athlete uh that they have there at at running back and again uh the speed aspect of it is always concerning because while there are some guys at a state that have track speed i'm pretty sure they're all on the the offensive side of the ball at this point in time. I mean, Tanel Bryant has has track speed. Chauncey Cobb has track speed. But both, those guys are both wide receivers. I don't think they're going to be out there at the same time a UMass running back is. So uh, that could be a challenge. That could be a challenge for sure for a state. And certainly hope they're up to it. Uh, again, this seems like this is just going to be a really good test for, uh, for the secondary for a state. So that's one of my big questions for this game is who steps up this week in the secondary and how are they going to respond to this challenge? FYI, speaking of secondary, our player visit this week on the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show is with Sammy Johnson. He is a joy to talk to. He really is. Uh, He's in his super senior season, of course. Uh, Went through a coaching change at A-State. Went through a position change at A-State. Now one of the leaders on this A-State team, and of course, they're on, on the A-State defense overall. So I uh, hope you tune in for that tomorrow. I've, I've really enjoyed talking to Sammy over the, over the years and, and hope he has a big game. He's, he's going to need to, as will the rest of these A-State corners coming up Saturday. A reminder that you can help A-State athletics and our Red Wolf student-athletes right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment, get access to team newsletters, special gear, and get access to... Ex- Get exclusive access so you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. When we come back, we'll wrap up this noon hour. We'll get keys answered to the KavanaughCars.com question. Who knows what else we'll get into before we get through this noon hour here on The Ticket. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. EQ. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Milwaukee Bucks have done everything they can do to accommodate the Greek freak. They traded for all-star level talent to assist in a title run. They have a roster with his brother on it and spent big to keep its championship core intact. But with Giannis at the tail end of his contract, rumors of his departure have run rampant. So the Bucks look towards a strategy that's worked before, trading for a star. Last time, the two-time MVP was extension eligible. The team traded for Drew Holiday. Giannis stayed. Milwaukee won the title. This time, the Bucks went much bigger, acquiring Dame Lillard from Portland. Coming off one of his better seasons, although injury-prone the last two seasons, the seven-time All-Star is a great help for the outside game that will perfectly blend with the Greek freak. The Bucks may have just killed two birds with one stone, adding a second star, a true star, and made a final, very impressive pitch as to why Giannis should stay in Milwaukee. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. 
At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire... Rolling Oaks Farms Gourmets has expanded and is now back open in Jonesboro off County Road 730 near Sage Meadows. Come enjoy a scavenger hunt inside a three-acre corn maze where everyone comes out a winner. Enjoy all the fun on the farm at Rolling Oaks with hay rides, bounce houses, a pumpkin patch, NASCAR trikes, a petting zoo, hay bale maze, and more. And concessions are available. And while the little ones are sure to be entertained, Rolling Oaks has added some haunted fun for the big kids this year with the Bigfoot Forest Haunted Hayride. And you never know when the next Bigfoot Carl sighting might be. Find out more at rollingoaksfarms.com and search for Rolling Oaks Farms Corn Maze on Facebook. Open Thursday 2 to 7, Friday night 6 to 10.30, Saturday 11 to 10.30, and Sunday 1 to 6, now through November the 3rd. They also book groups, parties, and field trips. And don't forget, private fire pits are available to rent. It's all at Rolling Oaks Farms Corn Maze near Sage Meadows, 685 County Road, 730. Prices are falling at Kavanaugh Hyundai in Jonesboro. Save thousands this month on every new vehicle on the lot. Drive away in a new 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe. Now 3000 off MSRP. Or a new 2023 Hyundai Kona. Now just 23630 Or a new 2023 Hyundai Tucson. Now only 2695 Plus America's best warranty. 10 years. 100,000 miles. See our entire inventory at KavanaughHyundai.com. At Kavanaugh Hyundai, we offer free delivery. Free maintenance plan and a money back guarantee. Start the season off right and save thousands all month long on every new Hyundai on the lot. Drive away in a new 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe, now 3000 off MSRP. Or a new 2023 Hyundai Kona, now only 23630 Or a new 2023 Hyundai Tucson, now only 2695 Prices are falling at Kavanaugh Hyundai on Wilkins in Jonesboro. See our entire inventory at KavanaughHyundai.com. The dealer for details. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, Just, uh, well, a few minutes left here in this noon hour, our final segment of uh, this hour. And what we always do when we have Keith Merritt with us in studio in the noon hour, we throw it to him in this final segment get his thoughts on the KavanaughCars.com question keith what's your biggest question mark about a state football heading into game five at umass who's going to play defensive tackle how many defensive tackles will get into the game against umass how healthy are they how how deep does that list go because 
there have been guys who have played in the past and will not play this week. There are guys who played last week and we'll have to wait and see if they're going to play this week. And if those guys don't play, then who does? Yeah, that seems to be, at this point, the leanest position yeah. on the football team. Yeah. yeah you want to have depth. Well, okay. Yeah, you want to play the same five offensive linemen, and you need to have depth on defense. But when guys get hurt, that cuts into that depth. You know, can you go... You've got two interior defensive linemen. So I'm separating tackles from ends. They've got ends. And the ends are pretty good. Yeah. Had tip Thurman Gathers, who's really stepped up this year. Yeah. But they're running low on the interior guys. And if a team can run the ball between the tackles all day and gash you for four or more yards a pop, they won't do anything else. Looking at this A-State defensive line group, I've got I've got it pulled up, uh, the roster pulled up on social media. So going through these guys and looking at who is listed as a defensive lineman, you got Tank Sujic, who we know is out for He's the out. rest of the season. That's a knee. Uh, Ethan Hassler, for some reason, is still listed as as a interior guy. He he plays it in, but he's also currently out <laughs> right now as well with injury. Uh, also listed there, you got Timothy Gully. Haven't seen him yet. He's a true freshman. Ian Jeffries, also a true freshman. Ryan Alston, also a true freshman. Uh, Micah Bland, who has not played the last couple of games and whose status uh, is uncertain for the next game. Tim Hardiman who did play last week, but who was limited. And uh, I don't know what progress he has made this week, if he's going to be, if he's playing at all, if he's playing more reps, if he's playing less reps. Of course, all of those are possibilities. Then you've got uh, Ashton Rustmeyer, Rusty, and he's played the last couple of games. Actually had his first career start, I believe, last week. And, and he's he's performed fine, but he's a redshirt freshman. Caden Lewis has played a lot this year. He is a redshirt freshman. And then also you have V.J. Bronson, who I do not believe we've seen this year. He's a junior transfer from from Lamar. But, like, that's, I mean, that's it. So you've got freshmen or injured guys. (laughs) Yeah. That's what you're dealing with right now at the interior of the defensive line. And that can become a problem. Yeah. You know, when sometimes you can move an end inside, it's not what you want to do, but when you run out of bodies... You know, you, you've got to... I mean, heck, that's how TWAers ended up inside. Yeah, playing in interior defensive line. Yeah, because he had been a defensive end, and they needed to... You don't want to wind up in the Notre Dame defense against Ohio State, where you only have 10 out there. <laughs> judging, you want to try to avoid that. Judging from some of the weights listed online, I really don't think you want to move an end inside uh, at this point in time because you would you would be talking about uh, even Blaine Toll, who is the heftiest of the defensive ends at 6'6", 266. I mean, that would still be a guy who would be dramatically undersized at the interior. Both of, both of Stony Brook's interior guys were bigger than that. So 
So I don't think A State is is there yet. You know, if 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 heaven forbid, if you got another situation uh, where where you need more depth there at the interior, one of these freshmen are getting a red shirt pulled. They're gonna play. Yeah, they're gonna play, and you just hope whoever it is 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 up to the challenge because that's that's what's next. You're gonna have to have. You've already got youth out there with two red shirt freshmen. You're about to have you know true youth true out youth. there. You just hope they can handle it as admirably as, as several. Look, there's been a lot of freshmen this year that have played and played well. I mean, heck, that's what Jalen Rayner is. But he's far from the only true freshman that we've seen step up this year and answer the call. No, we've seen a bunch. But again, man, just there's some spots where you just really don't want to see those guys play as as a true freshman, and, and it's in the trenches. If you can redshirt those guys, because there is just such a massive, massive step from the physicality of the high school trenches to the collegiate trenches and then the size of the dudes that you're going against that, uh, again, you just let's, just, let's just get everybody healthy. The size and the speed, it, it's not like it was. Even when you come from really good high school programs yeah. playing really good high school football, it's a level up because everybody... Everybody on your team, everybody on the other team was a standout in high school football or they wouldn't be where they are. So, yeah, that's my biggest question. Yeah. How are the defensive tackles holding up? If the defensive tackles can hold up, then I think Arkansas State can navigate the other challenges. Yeah, you, you can play... You can play a too deep shell and try to keep teams from going deep on you. You absolutely have to. But if you don't have defensive tackles that you can rely on, your defensive backs can just take a break or, yeah. or chase down running backs. And you really don't don't want that. You you want the you want the D line and the linebackers to stop the running game and then try to get pressure on the quarterback and of course with UMass you're going to have to be disciplined in your rush don't let the quarterback get outside you because well I know what Arkansas State's quarterback will do if he gets outside you no he's going to turn the corner and turn the corner and run 62 yards for a touchdown yeah that that was uh Zone read, and I'm out here by myself. I'm going to go <laughs> that direction, and nobody stopped him. That was fun. It was fun. Now we'll have more fun Saturday. I agree. Keith, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. We've still got uh, an hour left here on the Workday Red Zone. We're going to continue just a little bit more with our discussion on the Minutemen. We've got a couple of quick clips to share with you from their head coach, Don Brown, when we return. And uh, so much more in the second hour of the playoff chase. A uh, rare historic feat for Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, yesterday's NBA news. and Never been done before for Never. Ronald. Never. I mean, he was the first 40-50 guy, let alone the first. 40-70. Yeah. Holy mac. Pretty, pretty awesome. Hey, keep it right here with us. We'll be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald, your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plans of Tire Service. In women's college golf, Arkansas State finished in a three-way tie for sixth place with UCA and High Point University at the end of the final round of the Golf Week Red Sky Classic in Vail, Colorado yesterday. Individually, Charlotte Menagere led the A-State contingent Finishing in 16th place, UCA's Madison Holmes was second overall after shooting a 54-hole total of 500 par to 11. UALR Athletic Director George Lee resigning yesterday after nearly four years on the job to return to his previous position as the Trojans' Senior Associate AD for Business Operations, overseeing the day-to-day business and financial operations of the UALR Athletics Program. In baseball, the Cardinals led 2-0 at Milwaukee after 5.5, but the Brewers scored 2 in the 6th and 1 in the 7th to beat St. Louis 3-2. The final road game of the year for the cards this afternoon in Milwaukee. Pre-game coverage at 2-15. First pitch, 3-10 on 95.9 The Wolf. Bringing the best deal on tires for 60 years. That's Plaza Tire Service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. There's a lot of places you can get chicken, but when you're craving some that's hand-tossed, full of flavor with a bold taste, head to Church's Texas Chicken. Church's has items you'll crave, like their hand-battered and breaded chicken sandwich or their frosted honey butter biscuits. Get a three-piece chicken meal for just $4.49 or 12 pieces of chicken, two large classic sides, and six biscuits for only $26.99. Church's also does catering, and they stay open until 11 p.m. Church's Texas Chicken across from the A-State campus at 1902 East Johnson. Fall is in the air, and that means prices are falling at local tire and wheel. This is the time to save on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Because all this month, everyone gets 10% off in-stock tires and wheels. That's 10% off all this month during the fall sales event at local tire and wheel. Plus, members of our military always get 25% off. So, here's the deal. Stop driving around on tires that you don't trust. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget, no credit check and everyone approved why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay local tire and wheel is changing the way you buy your tires plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back fall is in the air and prices are falling at local tire and wheel all this month get 10 percent off all in stock tires and wheels local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro and local tire and Prices are falling at Kavanaugh Ford on every new car, truck, or SUV on the lot. Kavanaugh is stocked full of over 200 vehicles to choose from, like a new 2023 Ford F-150, now up to 7500 off MSRP, or a new 2023 Ford Edge, up to $6,250 off MSRP, or drive off at a new 2023 Ford Expedition, now 3000 off MSRP. See our entire inventory at KavanaughFord.com. At Kavanaugh Ford, every vehicle purchase comes with free delivery, free maintenance plan, and a money-back guarantee. Get up to $7,500 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 or a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Now up to $3,000 off MSRP and 0% financing available. Or a new 2023 Ford Edge. Now up to $6,250 off MSRP. Don't miss these huge savings. Only at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or Kavanaugh Ford. Ford.com.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. Thanks for spending hour one with us. Hope you're able to stick around for hour two as well. We'll have phone lines open for a lot of this hour at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Brought to you by Ritter Communications. Bringing you the right speed at the right price. And that's uh, right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Kavanaughcars.com question. What's your biggest question? about A-State football heading into Game 5 at UMass. Of course, uh, we don't get to have the the quarterback depth chart conversations this week like we did last week. That's been settled. The only question there is, of course, how if at all they'll, they'll tweak that game plan for Jalen Rayner ahead of a defense that knows what's coming and is ultimately led by Coach Don Brown and also faces a dual-threat quarterback each week in practice there's not going to be any unknowns there for the Minutemen as they are scouting a state so a little bit of a different scenario a little bit of a different challenge that Rainer's going to face this week versus last week I tell you what we have got a couple of clips here for you from UMass head football coach Don Brown and looking at UMass this season of course they're one and four uh, the season started well enough in week zero with that 41-30 to winner at New Mexico State. That was a nationally televised game. I did watch some of it, and it was a, a big win for the Minutemen. Uh, look, one, they haven't had a lot of success over the past few years, period. So that was their first 1-0 start to the season since 2018. It was also their first road win, period. Since 2018. So that was a big, big win for them. Again, 41-30 to was the final there. But since then, it has not gone well. They got blown out week one at Auburn. Uh, lost by a couple scores week two at, at Miami of Ohio. The past two weeks have been really close games where they just cannot figure it out. 19-17 to against Eastern Michigan uh, on the road the weekend before last. And then last week, a 34-31 overtime loss in Amherst against New Mexico. And Coach Brown talks a little bit about the Minutemen uh, their last time out. It's another one of those scenarios where we're down at half and uh, just keep fighting and get it all the way back to even Steven and then, uh, you know, go to the overtime and, you know, is what it is. So... Uh, couldn't be happier with the way the guys are competing, uh, the way they're working, and uh, made some plays. Uh, obviously, offensively, I thought we had a pretty good night just kind of going through the night. Um, 
defensively first half we were not very good and then shut them out in the second half so you know uh, good response from them because if they don't do that we got no shot continuing on here one of the issues with UMass this season has been slow starts uh, let me see if I can find the stat here I've written down all right so they have scored in the first half they have been outscored by their opponents 107 to 41 now they've outscored those opponents in the second half. But again, just getting off to a good start has been a real challenge there, and Brown talks about that factor. Well, you know, the first series of the game, it's three and out. So that's about as fast as you're going to get. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, there's some of that going on. But the bottom line is sustaining it throughout the first half is really been the the issue you know I mean you know we battled back you know in our first home game uh, to get it to 31-28 with nine minutes to go and uh, you know we just kept battling again Saturday you know evening so you know uh, just got to keep got to keep keep working it but we've talked about you know speeding up practice a little bit but you know we do that thunderstruck period virtually every single day that we're in pads so i'm not sure that's really the answer just one more clip here to share with you from coach brown of course he was asked to size up a state football and he shared his thoughts on the red wolves on the offensive side you know they're going with a new quarterback who's a true freshman um, obviously has some running ability and has shown that ability in the last uh, game and a half. Um, he also has the ability to throw the ball uh, down the field. And, uh, you know, so obviously we got to be uh, ready for not only the run game part of it and his ability to run, but also, uh, you know, throwing the deep ball. So we've got to be ready for that as well. Again, that was UMass's Don Brown, courtesy of Massachusetts Athletics on YouTube, uh, but went through and listened to some of, of his pressers. Some of the, the things there that UMass is, is dealing with, you know, injury at the quarterback position. And again, I, I know we've already talked about this a lot, but I haven't seen any updates there on their quarterback situation. I think they've also got uh, a couple other things that they're dealing with injury-wise, uh, but that's the, the key position. In terms of some of the other things they've struggled with this year, uh, we talked about penalties. That's been a little bit of an Achilles heel for the Minutemen and something that Coach Brown was asked about in his press conference, and he clearly did not sound very happy about it. But uh, but that's uh, just a little bit of the need-to-know info on UMass. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question, what's your biggest question about A-State football heading into Game 5 at UMass? I'm curious this week if uh, if Jacob Bayer, the A-State center is up to the challenge. Now, one, I, I think I think he is. But this is, again, a, a head coach of UMass that is called Dr. Blitz. The center has to be the brain of, of your offense. He's got to be the smartest guy up front. And he's got to be able to adapt and read what this UMass defense is going to throw 
at A-State and then prepare everybody else on that line, prepare everybody else on that offense accordingly. So got to set the protection and slide it in one direction or another. Uh, He's got to look at uh, all different kinds of stuff to be able to make these reads. And again, when you're facing a guy who has 46 years of overall coaching experience, it's going to be a challenge. It's a couple more years than, you know, Jacob Bayer has. Uh, Again, like every time you hear this coaching staff for A-State talk about the offensive line, that's the player that they rave about is Bayer, the captain there, the center there of the offensive line. But this is going to be a big game for him. I think he's up to the challenge in terms of performing well, but we're not going to know for sure until Saturday if he's able to identify and prepare A-State for everything that's going to be going on from the UMass defense. Looking around at some other news and notes regarding Arkansas State Athletics. Of course, we mentioned a couple times Boots and Ballers is coming up a little bit under a month from today. That is going to be back at First National Bank Arena coming up in October. And uh, the exact date there is October the 26th. So they are doing some early bird specials uh, for people who would like to go ahead and reserve their tables. And that's going to be at astateredwolves.com where you can find out more information. Of course, uh, just call the Red Wolves Foundation and find out more. I've always had a really good time at Boots and Ballers. Um, I've enjoyed that event a lot. Of course, uh, you can do like some, they always have like silent auctions and live auctions. You get to know a little bit more about these players. So uh, again, really enjoyable night that's going to be coming up October the 26th. Another A-State news, just a heads up for tomorrow, A-State Volleyball will be playing their Sunbelt Conference opener. In fact, I think the the A-State volleyball team, the only team that's in Jonesboro this weekend. So if you want to watch the Red Wolves in person, that's that's it. That's who you need to go out and support. Uh, They're going to be hosting the Raging Cajuns both Friday and Saturday. This looks like it'll be a good challenge. Nine and seven is Louisiana record, and that one starts tomorrow at 6 p.m. A-State volleyball, of course, last week began conference play at Georgia Southern. Friday didn't go well, but hey, hat tip to the Red Wolves. They bounced back and were able to win Saturday. So this is an 11-3 and A-State volleyball squad. I'm very interested in seeing the volleyball RPI rankings. If I recall correctly, I don't think those come out until October, uh, but I'm going to be refreshing that page when it's, when it's time. Because clearly the record is significantly better. I mean, this is a program that only won nine games last year. So they've taken a huge step. But how big of a step when you factor in, you know, the strength of the schedule? And again, that's something we'll learn more about when we when we see those RPI rankings. Uh, but that is uh, what's going on lately around Arkansas State. But I tell you what, hey, let's step aside. 870-930-3776, the number to call. What's your biggest question mark about A-State football heading into Game five at UMass, but we'll table the football talk for a moment when we come back and uh, dive into what's going on with this playoff chase in Major League Baseball and also, again, a historic night for Ronald Acuna Jr. More on that when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. We've hit the halfway point for high school football in Arkansas. We've got a great slate of games this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network. The Jonesboro Hurricane will hit the road for the first time this year, traveling to Bryant on the Ticket Radio Network. Meanwhile, Valley View will welcome in Forest City on News Talk KBTM 102.1 FM. And we'll have an EAB simulcast as Brooklyn plays host to Nettleton. You can hear the Nettleton feed on 101.3 Bob FM and the Brooklyn feed on 101.7 Kiss. 
FM. You can watch and listen to all these games. The EAB Media Group app available in the App Store and Google Play Store. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with all games kicking off at 7 o'clock. And after the games are over, tune into the Ticket Radio Network where you can get all the scores and hear from coaches during the Friday Night Lights scoreboard show presented by the Cavanaugh Auto Group. High school football coverage in the EAB Sports Network is presented by NEA Baptist, Home Outlet, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and First National Bank. It's another exciting night at Northeast Arkansas High School Football, and we've got you covered this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network and the EAB Media Group app. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $10,000 off in-stock 2023 Nissan Armada and Titan trucks, or up to $7,000 off the new Nissan Aria. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Folks always ask which treated Andy's frozen custard is the best. That's a tough question to answer because they're all great. But when someone asks which treat is the most popular, that's easy. It's the Andy's world famous Ozark Turtle Sunday. Andy's made fresh hourly vanilla frozen custard topped with our delicious hot fudge, warm caramel, roasted pecans, and two cherries. It's the Andy's famous Ozark Turtle Sunday. Available year round at Andy's. You're going to love it. Really? Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a while. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites. JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Score big with the fastest internet in town from Right Fiber. Our new 5-gig internet is a game-changer. Stream, play, and work online with no penalty flags for buffering, lagging, or slow connection. Right Fiber is your internet MVP, keeping all your devices connected all the time. 5-gig, 5-gig, 5-gig. Get championship-level connection for your home with 5-gig internet. Because when it comes to online speed at Right Fiber, we play to win. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Guthrie's Golden Fried Chicken Fingers, America's original chicken finger restaurant, is now open in Jonesboro. Come find out for yourself what the craze is all about. From the sauce to the chicken fingers, Guthrie's is the rage. Fried golden brown, you'll know it's the best from the first taste. But don't take my word for it. Try it out right now on Caraway, right in front of Kroger. Open Sunday through Thursday from 1030 to 10 and Friday and Saturday, 1030 to 11. Call 206-8215 to order out or inquire about catering. Guthrie's will make your event the best. Colson Group USA is is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. 
On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us on your Thursday on the Workday Red Zone, 870-9303-776, the number to call. What is your biggest question mark about A-State football? Heading into Game 5 at UMass, that's the KavanaughCars.com question of the day. You can weigh in on the phone or on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, but I want to switch topics for a moment and talk baseball. Uh, nothing really exciting happened last night. For the Cardinals, they lost 3-2 to two to the Brewers. Uh, the teams wrap up their series today at 310 on 95-9 the Wolf. That means pregame coverage is going to start just a little bit after we wrap things up at 215. 3-2 uh, loss for the Birds last night to the Brewers. Really neither team with much to play for. So that drops the Cardinals back to 20 games below 500. And yeah, just not really a lot more to say about that uh you know what I, I take that back zach thompson did just fine he allowed two runs one earned on five hits in five and a third innings and again as you still try and figure out what in the world the cardinals going to do there pitching wise in in 2024 uh, i want to see everybody pitching well <laughs> down the stretch uh just to make that conversation a, a little bit more interesting I guess it would be you know in a perfect situation Mazalek would not have to go out and get three starters go out and get two maybe one of them uh, you know actually ace material I feel like if if this team goes into 24 and does have to in fact add three starters you're going to get honestly some scrap heap pitchers it would be nice to have it uh, be less quantity and maybe more quantity, excuse me, less quantity, more quality that's pursued in the offseason. I think I said it right that time. Don't know if I have a lot of faith in that, but uh, a girl can dream. Uh, looking at uh, tonight, it's going to be Dakota Hudson, Corbett Burns. Squaring off there in Milwaukee. So the very last road game of the season for the Birds. And the Cardinals lineup is out. <laughs> Keith Merritt, uh, when he was still here in studio in the previous previous hour, I think the description he used for today's Cardinal lineup is uh, Memphis-esque or Memphis-like. Uh, either one of those that you want to throw out there. And uh, yeah. Still no Paul Goldschmidt in this lineup. Uh, Newt Barr, Edmund Walker, Baker Palacios, Yepes, Kisner, Quericuto, and Wynn. And again, starting pitcher Dakota Hudson. So uh, Memphis-esque, probably a pretty, pretty good descriptor there. I am looking forward to seeing how this team celebrates Adam Wainwright coming up in the final series of the year and the final series of his career as St. Louis heads back to St. Louis coming up tomorrow for that final three-game series against the Reds. Uh, if you're going to the game tomorrow, there's going to be some special things in store. And you'll get a t-shirt. Let's 
that says forever in the Wayno era. And then there's also going to be a post-game concert after that. Uh, actually, that's by a local tribute band, and I won't even tell you who they tribute, who they are uh, playing a tribute to, because we've already talked about that artist way too much on the show this week. It's Saturday night that Adam Wainwright will be performing after the game, and there's also going to be some fireworks and things like that. Uh, so pretty cool stuff there, as he's going to debut three new original songs, and then you'll have an in-stadium fireworks show. Of course, Sunday is going to be Adam Wainwright's retirement ceremony that will be going on prior to the game. It's going to be featuring some of Wayno's former teammates and Cardinals dignitaries. Surely Yachty is going to be there, right? I mean, that seems like it's kind of mandatory. Like, not even on the Jumbotron or via a Zoom recording. Yachty's got to be there in person, you would certainly think. And then for fans that go to that game, you get that cool little mini guitar. On Sunday, So it's actually a, a real, actual, playable 21-inch guitar. So that's for the first 25,000 fans. That looks super cool. But that's the slate this weekend. Uh, my the, the only thing that I want to see or the only question I have coming up this weekend is, well, I say the only question. I've got two questions. One, you know, will the Cardinals have the opportunity to play spoiler there as they face the Reds? Because there is a possibility, I think, that the Reds could already be out of contention by then, so it might be a, a moot point. But then, also, is Ollie Marmol going to find a way to get Wayno in at bat? You got to, right? Certainly hope that's the case coming up this weekend. That way he can get, get his due as he sails off to the sunset. Or most likely the broadcast booth. Not too much left in this Cardinal season before it finally puts all of us out of our misery. There's way more uh, funner stories going on across Major League Baseball. I cannot tell you how much I enjoy watching Ronald Acuna Jr. play. I mean, I, I'm not a bandwagoner, but I think at this point in time, I would very, very much like to see a Braves and a Rangers World Series. Acuna last night, of course, became the first ever player to join the 4070 club. Now, prior to that, he was the first ever player to join the 4060 club and the 4050 club. He's one of, what is it, five or six guys that's in the 4040 club? And that kind of goes the other way as well. There's nobody else in the 3570 club. There's nobody in the 30 club. There's only two other dudes in Ricky Henderson and Eric Davis that are in the 2570 club. So what he's doing both in terms of the power and the speed with that combo is just, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I think everybody enjoyed that last night except probably the Cubs. I know the Cubs broadcasters didn't enjoy it, but I would I would say a prayer if you have a Cubs fan friend because they they are going through it right now, to put it mildly. You go back to the night before last, which I guess that would have been what Tuesday night. Tuesday night they blew a six run at lead in Atlanta. And then last night, they blew ninth and 10th inning leads. 
And oh, today, by the way, they still have to face the Braves. Uh, if you are a Cubs fan, maybe take solace in the fact that the final three games of the season are at Milwaukee. And Milwaukee has nothing to play for. There, there's, there's nothing that is going to change about their playoff spot. But the question is, <laughs> what if, if you lose tonight, you're, you're starting to work yourself out of that conversation a little bit. There is so much awesome drama heading into the final four days of the season, the regular season across Major League Baseball. There's still ultimately two division races that are up for grabs. Baltimore trying to hold off Tampa Bay, where the Orioles have a a two-and-a-half game edge in that division, and the Rangers trying to hold off the Astros. Rangers also up two-and-a-half games there in the AL West. So those are the last conversations going on surrounding the division champs, but uh, the wild card is all kinds of weird. As it should be. That's what makes it fun. Where you've got Toronto, Houston, and Seattle. All separated by two games. Vying for two spots. And then in the National League. you got a tie right now for the third wild card. Between Miami and Chicago. you got the Reds just a game and a half back from those two teams. Arizona has not clinched their spot yet. Although they are up two games on Arizona and Miami. So you still got wild things that could happen in the National League. And that is certainly what makes it fun. So I hope that this final weekend is just as bonkers as it appears that it could be on paper. You can only hope. Next Tuesday, of course, is when That wild card round will start. And there's just something a little bit different about playoff baseball. And even with my team sitting on the sideline, I can't help but be excited about what we're going to see next week. And I hope the postseason delivers. I hope some of these guys that we've seen shining so brightly in the regular season continue to step up once it gets to October baseball. There are a couple, three games already in action right now across the bigs. Uh, Tigers up on the Royals, 8-0. to That one's almost over top of the ninth. Twins trailing the Athletics 1-0. to zero. Uh, Diamondbacks and White Sox scoreless in the bottom of the first. So that I just named a whole bunch of teams where that are completely irrelevant in, in any kind of chase. <laughs> the only one of those teams that has a winning record is, is the, the D-backs and the Twins. And, of course, the D-backs are still fighting there. In terms of the wild card. So they need to win today. Twins have already clinched the central. Several more games on tap for the afternoon. By the way, I haven't I haven't looked yet. So the A's are 48 and 110. And I shame on me for not researching this. Did they set any kind of record for futility this season? I don't remember off the top of my head who has had, you know, like the most losses of the modern era. How close were they, or are they, to being record breakers? For example, if they lose these final four games of the season, can they set, can they set a record? I don't know. I need to look at that. I'll, I'll, we'll make sure and we follow up on that before we get back to you tomorrow just to see how close to being an all-time terrible team the A's are. they they got to be somewhere in the conversation. Of course, they were built to be bad. So that's not necessarily expected, but uh, unexpected, excuse me. But still, just uh, 
pretty horrific. Yeah. Let's take a break. Uh, it is time to step aside for one of those. we got some football coming up tonight in terms of what's going on in college, in terms of the pros. We've also got some additional big national football news that we'll dive into when we return. But uh, keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Rolling Oaks Farms Corn Maze has expanded and is now back open in Jonesboro off County Road 730 near Sage Meadows. Come enjoy a scavenger hunt inside a three-acre corn maze where everyone comes out a winner. Enjoy all the fun on the farm at Rolling Oaks with hay rides, bounce houses, a pumpkin patch, NASCAR trikes, a petting zoo, hay bale maze, and more. And concessions are available. And while the little ones are sure to be entertained, Rolling Oaks has added some haunted fun for the big kids this year with the Bigfoot Forest Haunted Hayride. And you never know when the next Bigfoot Carl sighting might be. Find out more at rollingoaksfarms.com and search for Rolling Oaks Farms Corn Maze on Facebook. Open Thursday 2 to 7, Friday night 6 to 10.30, Saturday 11 to 10.30, and Sunday 1 to 6, now through November the 3rd. They also book groups, parties, and field trips. And don't forget, private fire pits are available to rent. It's all at Rolling Oaks Farms Corn Maze near Sage Meadows, 685 County Road, 730. There is a big craft buy five, save $5 sale this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Plus, get Sanderson Farms boneless, skinless chicken breast value packs for $1.77 a pound. Certified Angus beef boneless rump roast, $3.46 a pound. Armor lunch makers, $0.85 cents each. And 24 packs of Pepsi products, $8.98. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Nukes Eatery is now hiring to grow our management team. If you have experience in the food service industry and want to grow with a great company, then this is the job you've been waiting for. Apply online now at nukes.com slash careers. Competitive pay based on experience. Also paid vacation, health benefits, 401k, and major holidays off. It's time to step up to the job you've always dreamed of. Apply online at nukes.com slash careers. That's nukes.com slash careers. Nukes is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. ASU Redwoods are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekalemotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Motors and GMC, we are professional. 
professional grade. The Jonesboro Advertising and Promotions Commission and Wright Fiber present the 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Festival, September 29th and 30th. It's two big nights of live entertainment, all free on the Wright Fiber main stage, featuring Priscilla Block on Friday nights. It's Priscilla Block, live, Friday, September 29th. Then on Saturday, it's Jamison Rogers. Jamison Rogers, live, Saturday, September 30th, with special guest, Shane Prophet. Plus, Saturday on the North Main Molson Coors stage, it's Tristan Trick, Zach Childers, Akeem Kemp, Greasy Tree, J.B. Strauss, and more. And don't forget the First National Bank KCBS Arkansas State Barbecue Championship on Saturday. Plus vendors, children's activities, food, and more. The 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue and Music Festival, September 29th and 30th. Find out more on Facebook when you search Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Fest. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you in Studio 8709-303776 is the number to call. What is your biggest question surrounding A-State football ahead of the Week 5 game at UMass. Again, we don't have a quarterback controversy to talk about this week. So, <laughs> that's limited the topics a little bit. I say that it hasn't really looked good. We've talked about some of our questions. Uh, defensively, you know, can the secondary step up? Offensively, uh, hoping for a big game from Jacob Bayer as... I, I don't know what all this UMass defense is going to throw at A-State. The kitchen sink probably. Again, Don Brown is nicknamed Dr. Blitz. Uh, it's going to be a challenging day there for the offensive line and being able to just be prepared for anything and everything that the Minutemen will throw out. there. But I'll, I'll throw out another question. I am curious if A-State can continue to build on its special team's progress. You know, you go back to last year, and of course, that was just such a insanely good unit all across the board, and this year has been a little bit more inconsistent. I mean, week one was bad uh, in terms of the fact that we saw some some out-of-character things happen. We saw that punt return for a touchdown that hadn't happened in years and years and years and years. We saw Dominic Zavada look off in that game. Uh, not really a lot going on in the return game in that game, but you know, it seems like A-State got out a, a, a significant amount of their mistakes early. But there's still some things that, that this team continues to to need to do better. I don't have any criticism with Jaquez Cross uh, in the return game. I just have one thing on the wish list, and that's kickoff return for a touchdown, because why not? Um, really, again, no, no complaints, just something that I would like to see. I would like to see A-State get a little bit more going uh, in, in the punt return game there. It's been a solid part of the special teams mix, but uh, still could hope for more. Uh, still could hope for more for, for punter William Pristop as well. And then uh, one thing that I, I know I do really want to see is consistency on kickoff. Um, there's been a few too many of those out-of-bounds kickoffs this year for A-State. Uh, you can't have your opponent starting at the 35. For the most part, last week, A-State did a really good job of winning that uh, field position battle for the most part. But there were a couple of times, you know, where where there were some miscues that allowed Southern Miss to start 
at a pretty good spot. So you just have to avoid that happening. Let's see, where all did... Yeah, they started, they had uh, one drive that started at, at the 35 and another that started at the 43. Another one from the 30. And, uh, yeah, again, you just want to see some continued progress in that aspect. So, can special teams, again, continue to build on what they've been able to do these past couple of games. We got some college football tonight. Not sure how fired up you guys are to watch Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky, a Sunbelt quitter special. Uh, Temple at Tulsa, Jacksonville State at Sam Houston. Going to be your games tonight. Uh, those kick off at 6.30, 6.30, and 7, respectively. The stations to be looking for CBS Sports Network, ESPN, ESPNU. Uh... This might be an NFL night for me, I think, when I'm looking at those three games. I don't know if anything necessarily leaps off the page of me. I might I might wait and, and get my college football viewing started tomorrow night when Utah plays at Oregon State, and there's some other interesting matchups on, on the slate as well. But tonight in terms of the NFL, uh, we got Lions, we got Packers, we got Lions at the Packers, Detroit favored by two points. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people on the Lions bandwagon after that very first week one winner where they were able to go to Kansas City and knock off the Chiefs. Then in week two, you know, had a little bit of a, a step back against the Seahawks, but bounced back last week with that win over the Falcons. A 2-1 and one start for Green Bay also. And checking in here as they've adjusted to life post-Aaron Rodgers. Uh, similar situation, they go out and... Uh, well, they knock off the hapless Bears in week one, but then they lose to the Falcons in week two. And, of course, last week, Green Bay had that impressive, if you're a Packers fan, deflating if you're a Saints fan. Uh, but they had that comeback over New Orleans and won that one 18-17. to And really, anything that goes on tonight is just a lead-up to the main event this weekend. Yes, you know it. Broncos at Bears at noon on CBS. Somebody has to win. I say that. They could always tie. Uh, somebody, in theory, has to win that game. And it should be one that is uh, like a train wreck, I'm kind of envisioning. One of those ones that's so bad, it's good. Or maybe it's just going to be bad. I don't know. But that is <laughs> one of... Uh, the most talked about games of the week. Uh, right now, it's not the most talked about game of the week because I uh, won't get into the details of the story, but you know who is going to be watching the Chiefs play at the Jets at 620. And no, I don't just mean Mama Kelsey and the other parents, family, and friends of the folks that cheer on Kansas City and New York. You know, I'm, you know who I'm talking about, right? You know, all too well who I'm talking about, right? You get it? Yeah, I think everybody gets it. All right, let's move on. 870-930-3776, by the way, the phone number to call. But uh, one more other football storyline going on. And I'll be honest, I've just, uh, I've, I've read this headline, but I haven't even so much as clicked on a link or a press release yet about this story. So we're all going to kind of be learning this together. But 
Uh, it was announced earlier today in press releases by both leagues that the XFL and USFL are going to merge. They're going to create one spring football league. And that's what they announced today. So uh, reading here some uh, some comments or details, explainer, whatever you want to call it, from theathletic.com. So the merger is still subject to regula- regulatory approvals and, quote, does not come with any guaranteed outcomes, end quote, according to a letter sent to USFL players. Uh, the USFL also stated the release, quote, the historic combination will anchor our professional spring football with substantial capabilities and resources to ensure future growth and continue to enhance the development of the collective players, coaches, and staff that are coming together. In quote, uh, there's not any other details about how this is going to affect players. Uh, what teams are even going to be in this? I can't tell you that, uh, although publicly he's been very vocal about his league, Dwayne The Rock Johnson along with other XFL owners and key figures. He lost an estimated $60 million in 2023. Again, lost an estimated $60 million. Uh, So, on paper, like, this seems good. I I don't know how many of you were watching either one of, of these leagues. And I don't feel like, personally, there's room for two. Financially, kind of seems like it had to happen. And and even with just one league, there's still no guarantee for, for survival. Now, there were some interesting things that each league was doing. Uh, the USFL used ball tracking technology to measure first downs and ball spotting. XFL had a unique kickoff system. They had tiered, both leagues had tiered extra point rules, uh, a fourth down conversion play in place of an onside kick. So we'll just have to wait and see what rules from each league transfer into the overall league, what this means for the players, what this means for the team. And of course, once there's this finished product, will you be any more interested in watching when they combine? Again, I definitely went into these seasons meaning to at least keep tabs on on the A-State guys that were in, in these leagues, which I think uh, just, just USFL was uh, primarily the league that had some A-State guys. But I, I would check stats, but I wouldn't really watch the games. And judging from the stadium scenes that that you would see pictured there were not a lot of people watching those games either now I don't know what the TV numbers were but I know the the in-person numbers didn't really look good but are you any more interested in in these leagues together than you were in either one of them apart yeah we'll see what happens next hmm Neither one of them had <laughs> has had good luck previously. I mean, the original USFL lasted three seasons. The original XFL lasted one season. In terms of other leagues in recent years, the AAF lasted 
three quarters of a season? I'm trying to remember. It seemed like that was just there and then gone. We'll see what happens next. Hey, uh, we'll step aside and take a break as well. We've got one more break to take. We'll come back and we're going to wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Raider scoots right, throws deep left side. This is caught. Courtney Jackson across the 20 tight ropes, the sideline. 10-5, he's in. It's a 60-yard touchdown pass. The Red Wolves hit the road in search of a third straight win Saturday as they head northeast to take on the Minutemen of UMass. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K5. Coverage begins at 11.50 Saturday morning with Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group. That's followed by the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 12.30. Then from Amherst, it's the Centennial Bank pregame show at 1.30 and kickoff at 2.30. A-State football is sponsored in part by Central Baptist Church, Tedder Equipment, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Poinsett Turfgrass Company, Cornerstone Caregiving, You Break I Fix, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Glen Sane Motors, Discount Metal Roofing, WT Equipment, and Farmers and Merchants Bank. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. You know Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction, and that means making sure you're getting the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Get 2.9% financing on a new 2024 Cadillac CTS. How about up to $3,500 off a new 2023 Chevy Silverado and $2,500 off a 2024 Equinox? Central Chevrolet Cadillac, 3207 Stadium Boulevard and online at centralchevrolet.com. 2.9% financing with approved credit. See dealer for details. Play it against Sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Plantigan Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Plantigan Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Plantigan Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Plantigan Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. A-State football and the social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at The Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than The Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get social at The Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. Farmers, Pico Food sends best wishes to you for a successful harvest and reminds you that they're now booking corn and milo. Pico Foods is a fourth-generation family-owned business and now the seventh-largest poultry producer in the U.S. They buy direct from local producers at always competitive prices because Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Hey, this is Tony Kenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or power 
passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragool. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. home stretch here on the workday red zone hey uh looking ahead to tomorrow as we wrap up the week of course we'll continue get you getting you ready for a state at umass and we'll hear uh some sneak peeks of saturday's pregame coverage and uh, so that means we'll hear some clips tomorrow from sammy johnson arkansas state senior cornerback we'll also hear some clips tomorrow from special teams coordinator josh conklin uh, so uh, that's what will be on tap. And, of course, uh, a whole lot of talk about getting ready for the football weekend. Excited about it. Uh, KavanaughCars.com question today. Last call on that. What's your biggest question, Mark, about A-State football heading into Game 5 at UMass? Just kind of in general, I just, I, I'm just i curious how the defense will, will step up in Week 5. Uh, because, look, we saw the offense take a big step. Last week, you know, you go out, you put 44 points on the board. Uh, I thought uh, the offense certainly did its job last week, but the defense was a little bit inconsistent. You know, it did allow Southern Miss to tie up that game. You know, other, Southern Miss scored 17 points unanswered there in the third quarter and, and heading into the very beginning of the fourth. So, uh, just, uh, they look, they stepped up at the end of the game when it mattered, but uh, I, I would like to see a strong four-quarter performance uh, from that side of the ball coming up uh, Saturday. Uh, and let's shout out our friends at KavanaughCars.com before we wrap up today's show. Of course, we tell you all the time that uh, you can buy a vehicle from KavanaughCars.com since they've got so many different tools there online to help you out with that process. But don't forget that they buy cars, too. If you have a vehicle you need to sell, uh, you can go to KavanaughCars.com. Right at the top of the page, it says, We Buy Cars. Click here now, and that's exactly what you'll do. You'll put in some information there about uh, about your vehicle, about how they can reach out to you, and then you'll be ready to get that process started. Next thing you know, you're going to take Kavanaugh a vehicle, and they're going to give you a check. You don't have to deal with any spammers. You don't have to deal with any scammers. You're not going to be checking around, uh, clicking on profiles to make sure the person you're talking about actually exists. Uh, just, just go through Kavanaugh. They're going to make it so much easier for you. And again, that process starts at Kavanaugh Cars. Com. Getting caught up in all of the stories that uh, we saw come out in the past 24 hours since we talked to you last. Of course, uh, the big part of the, the news cycle in the past day or so was just uh, reacting to that blockbuster trade. Uh, Dame Lillard, now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, joined by two-time MVP Giannis, uh, who is got another all-NBA guy by his side. So a lot of people, of course... Now, looking at the Milwaukee squad as the unquestioned 23-24 NBA title. 
Uh, it certainly is is interesting. You know, the one big question is is if uh, Lillard can stay healthy. He hasn't played that much in the past couple of years, so that's certainly a, a risk there that the Bucks are taking. But of course, on the flip side, you had Giannis talking recently about whether or not he actually wanted to stay with the franchise long term. And now the franchise goes out and acquires a key player. Uh, you have to think that that makes him feel pretty happy at this point in time. So certainly, that's a team to watch uh, this year. They already were with the Greek Freak being there in Milwaukee, but now even more so. And uh, again, we're, we're less than a month away from the NBA season tipping off. In fact, uh, preseason action coming up really, really soon. Other news and notes that caught my eye over the past day. You've probably seen this story, but look, we have to talk about it anyways. Uh, Phillies fans and and fans in Philadelphia in general are just interesting. Of course, Philly in general in terms of the town, probably best known as a a place that once booed Santa Claus. Uh, They're not quite up there with with Bill's Mafia, but switching sports and, and looking at baseball. A Phillies fan tried to bring... His emotional support animal into a game. Now, that's not exactly earth-shattered. Emotional support animals have have really become a a thing uh, over the past few years. In some cases, it's not just an emotional support animal. It's actually a medical support animal. We see that with with dogs who can sniff out, like, seizures and all kinds of crazy things. But, But this was an emotional support animal. And again, not that crazy that somebody tried to bring one into the Phillies game. It was just a little bit surprising that said emotional support animal was an alligator. An alligator named Wally Gator. Uh, Wally Gator helps his owner battle depression. And he is apparently very affectionate. And, quote, likes to give hugs, end quote. And also, according to Wally Gator's owner, does not bite people who pet it. Let me throw out not just a no, but a hell no. I am not going to my seat at a baseball stadium and sitting next to an alligator. Uh, The owner was told that he could not bring his alligator into Citizens Bank Park and that uh, he would have to watch the game at home until they add in a reptile section of the stadium, which I don't I don't exactly think that's in the plans right now. Who knows? Hey, by the way, before we get out of here, a heads up that it is National Drink Beer Day, so cheers to you. Send me a tweet of the best thing you've sipped on lately at Kara underscore Richie. I'm always looking for more inspiration. Uh, That's a wrap on today's show. A big thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in Hour 1. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next. That's followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll return tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.